Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new quarter. Alice Kennedy, keep on my son. Brat, 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 coming down for ya. Damn it. Mind you, I can even walk I'm not a really normal person. I'm the piano. Follow me. Follow me. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another 42 Level 1. I am one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. Here with me, as always, is the Twilight Princess of the YouTubes himself. Mr. Yorker here, as always. And as you can tell... I like I've your new background, Ellie. Yes. Yeah. No, but I've got a new... Um, yeah, you can get us on Twitch. Um, I've got a new green screen. Obviously, I'm having to... I'm, we'll work something out because it looks like I've got invisible headphones. It's picking up grey as green, which I don't understand. I don't understand why it's doing that. But, hey, here we are. We've got Like a Dragon as my nice background. <laughs> I prefer it this way. But yes, this is 42 Level 1. This is your weekly podcast show with myself and Andy. And if you like what you see here, we've got a whole week of content for you, Andy. What do we have for the lovely listeners and viewers? The listeners, yes. I mean Andy's audio angels. So on a, on a, well, no, the listeners don't have anything extra. It's just for you. Listeners get oh. this, that's it. Um, but on YouTube, if you're listening, you can uh, find us at youtube.com/40level1. Or if you're watching, you know you're here already. Um, on a Monday, nine o'clock, you can find me playing Bloodborne, still sucking. Um, on a Tuesday, you're here. On a Wednesday, you can find me and Ali playing Gears of War. Um, tomorrow, we'll be playing through the start of Gears of War Judgment for the first time. Judgment. Uh, on a Thursday, you can find Ali doing his get about Thursdays, which is Ali playing whatever the fuck he wants. Um, and then on a Friday, and I, I think you played Control last week, and who knows what you'll play this week. Um, it'll just be a nice surprise every week to tune in and see what Ali chooses. Uh, and then on a Friday, you've got... Myself and Ali doing the 42 news, so rounding up all the video game news of the week. Yes, apologies to anyone that was enjoying the medium rare Thursdays, but um, I wasn't so much so that I just was dread. I was dreading Thursdays, and uh, Andy released me from my shackles last week on the show, as you know if you're listening. Um, I don't, I couldn't get the medium. I couldn't grasp. But I could grasp it. But I just, it just didn't resonate with me. And I think after two hours of a game, that's me gave it a good college try like i seen kind of the main mechanics i know you're saying it gets more but i got the gist of it and it wasn't for me and yeah. to be honest like sometimes setting a schedule for me is not the best thing like so gad about gaming is probably the best uh for me to do do you know i might even do control again i did really enjoy control but then i don't know how i'll be feeling come thursday so tune in here and check it out also the weekends i've added on l3 to 
L3 to stream, no, L3 to sprint, um, two new nights. So that's 11.30 p.m. instead of 9.30, 9 p.m. I don't know why I keep saying 9.30. 9 p.m. all week here. And then 11.30 p.m. Saturday, Sundays on L3. Um, Saturday, I started inside my PS5 series and I've started that with Astrobot. Brilliant. Absolutely love that. Check that video out here. And then Sunday night, I did um, Sunday night derby on Destruction All-Stars and I was terrible. Um, but that's what we'll be doing from now on. So there's seven days worth of content. Seven. Seven. And Andy loves R3 that much that he might even call his channel R3 that I keep telling him to do. But he hates R3, I'm joking, we'll get into that later. So, last week Andy went first, I know that for a fact, because he took half the show. So I'm going to get mine out of the road, and um, then you can listen to your hour of Andy, as we should call this show now. I think the, um, my section will be much shorter this week, so take your time. <laughs> I don't think I kept any notes, but it's all, there's no harm in checking. I remember I used to keep no, no notes. Zero notes. <laughs> so... What did I play? Well, I know one game I played. Like a dragon. Ichiban, number one. Um, so I'm in the end game. We're in the end game now. I'm in the end game for it. Uh, last chapter. One only really, not difficult, but needs to grind part so far. Um, and it was the same that you get stuck at it. So uh, if you're planning on getting this on PS5 and you haven't touched it, then there might be some spoilers. I'm just letting you know now. But it has been out since last year on PS4, Xbox One, and Series X. So, you know, from now, you might get something spoiled. I'm not going to go in-depth to the story, but you might get something spoiled. Um, so in Chapter 12, which was the longest chapter in anything media-related, uh, well, you... There's, there's, one, there's one longer chapter in a game ever. And it's Watch Dogs Chapter 5. Watch Dogs 1 Chapter 5 is the longest chapter ever. And th this is a very, very close second. This is so long. It's ridiculous. I don't think normal people took as long in Watch Dogs Chapter 5. They did. It was so long. It was unbelievable. You just don't it was so long ago, but it was a very long chapter. Longer than this. This this chapter. It was fine, but it was very much, it slowed the pace of the game, I felt, quite yeah. significantly. Um, considering this game, you can go off the, the, the beaten path and do subplots, um, that I think they're called sub-stories, which are your side quests. You can go exploring, you can find stuff. Um, and up until now, like it's been more or less main story, main story, main story, story, just story, story, story. And then all of a sudden it says, right, get a cab to this place. You can do it, but you're going to be between level 38 and 45 maximum, I would say. Like, if you haven't done any grinding, um, that's about the level you're going to be at. I'm not going to spoil who the bosses are, but the two bosses there are so difficult that level 50 is minimum. And I fought them at 50, and I didn't find it that easy. Um, however... I went at 45 and they wiped me out. I got them halfway and then they wiped me out. But this time, like, I, I beat them. Um, I beat them first go and I was level 52 and I finished up level 53 with experience. So that's about the right level. So when you hit this part of the game, you're definitely going to need to level up. And they hit you with this building that Andy spoke about before. It's like a tower. It's called something arena. I can't remember what it is. But you go up all the floors to level 30, and it's just a slog. You can do it once, and you'll level up maybe to about five levels, six levels, because leveling slows in these games, as you know, as you get higher. But you have to grind the last five floors until you're level 50. I don't 
Yeah. I don't maybe level 49, I don't know, but level 50 minimum, I would say. And if you look online, that's what everywhere says minimum of level 50. So at no point in this game have I ever had to grind, have I ever had to worry about boss encounters. I'd maybe had party members knocked out, um, but I'd never never had to fight a boss like this. And it's probably like Andy suggested because of who the characters are and why they're so difficult. Um, might be a minor spoiler there, but definitely, um, it definitely was easy once you got to level 50. I was level 52, like I said, because I wanted an extra couple. So I beat them, and then Andy told me there was an hour of story. And I was like, nah, that was 10 minutes, and I'm now waiting on it. I have to go for a cab or I can explore, and you're like, you skipped the cutscene, didn't you? And I was like, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't even skip the money laundering cutscene that I didn't like. <laughs> so what Andy was referring to was, once you get in the taxi, then the big exhibition, ex exposition dump happens and it flashes back to the meeting that's in the tower with the certain characters and Ichi and all the rest of the guys and it is indeed it's broken up by that taxi journey which is literally there's a taxi there or you can go and explore everywhere for no reason um, there's a taxi there because at that point you don't need to level up because basically it's the end of the chapter because you're getting all this story at one point a fight kicks out and it's a two part fight but it's just minions nothing worse than you've been fighting before and once you fought them it's another 40 minutes of story all good story this time. No oh, yeah. money laundering. Who has? It's all Yakuza. Backstory, why it happened. You find out what happened to Ichi. You might find out what happened to some of the other characters. I'm not going to name any names from the old games, but you, you definitely do. And the cool thing about this, right, what I've got from this game, this is definitely my game of the year last year. I know I, know I, keep, I, know I said it was game of the year. Every time I play this game, even the grindy parts, it justified it. Because when I say grind, I don't mean like Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII, I grind for hours to fight Sephiroth. See outside the meat, the it's not the meteor crater, is it? Yeah, I think it was when you fight him. Oh my goodness, that was like days of grind. That was days of grind. This was maybe three, four hours, maybe. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like anything extreme, but because of the rest of the game's been kind of happily plodding along. Not meaning it's easy by any point. It's really interesting. The gameplay's cool. But when you hit this part and it's just like, yeah, you're not ready, son. It's like, but why? Why have you not done this to me before? But anyway, um, the weirdest thing is the, the fight that happens after it or the two fights that happen after are nowhere near as difficult. Oh, nowhere near. Yeah. I did. I will say that I got beaten twice and I bought my way back in. And then I went, no, I'm reloading my save. That cost me six million. By you fight a guy, I can't remember the names, which is probably good because it might be a spoiler because I've got a funny feeling one of these is in the past games. There's a guy that copies the other guy and you fight the two of them. And if you don't have the right tactics, he's going to mess you up. They're both going to mess you up. So basically you have to take out the copy first because see when you're hitting them both, his health goes down minuscule until you beat the copy. And then once you take the copy away, you can just nail them. Um, also, by this point in the game, there's no point in sparing your magic. There's no because at most fights in this game, I don't know if you're like me, like you play like Final Fantasy, um, because there's no obvious weaknesses really for these bad guys. It's not like there's water, like use no, electricity. No, no, do, you know, do you know? So like you've just been kind of attacking them with the normal moves and then throwing out a couple of magics to finish them off. That's how I play most RPGs. At the end of this game, from the fight I was talking about onwards, just spam your magic and then top up your MP. That's the only way to do it because your normal attacks just they're, they're pointless. Because I've even upgraded the, I've now got the hero bat and I'm upgraded to like level three. I've paid like millions into this bat, barely does any damage to them. So 
it, it kills guys in the street with one hit near enough, but there's no point in using your normal weapons on these guys. It has to be specific attacks. I will give you a piece of advice for the fight that you get to to prove that you're worthy for information. Is, is that a fair way of doing it without spoilers? When you fight the guy, you'll know, you'll know who, who I'm talking about when you get to him. When you fight the guy who says, I'm the... Mm, guarding these stairs and you're not getting past me yeah. um until you can prove it when you fight them it turns out it won't hit women and i looked that up andy and that's part oh, of the character's back it's part it's i looked up after the fight because i realized like i had the two girls in my party at that point um i don't know their names i'm sorry andy i know i'm this 42 hours into the game and i still don't know them so the two I girls yeah right the biscuit girl and the twin right he didn't touch them he wouldn't hit them at all so the problem is with him, his punch, like, and his uppercut, like, mm. can nail you. So at this point in the game, you have to use Peerless Resolve with Ichi, which gives you one last stand. It basically, when you die, it gives you 100. It doesn't knock you out because if he dies, it's game over. And you either have to restart it or you can buy back into the fight for, like, 6 million at this point in the game. It's expensive. So uh, always use Peerless Resolve on Ichi. Always. He's the one you have to protect. So for the fight with the guy that I'm talking about, Use the two women as the healers for Ichi. And once Ichi's like been hit and he's got maybe half health, then you have to do an attack with Ichi. If you're lucky enough to have like the this guy, I don't know, they're behind me. Why can't I figure this out? It's been a while since the green screen. This guy here, can't remember his name either, the drunken drunken homeless. And the guy over my shoulder here is the police guy. If you have either of them, then great. But for some reason at this point in the game as well, the bosses, from the two that you fight after the tower, focus on Ichi primarily. I've noticed that quite a lot. Like the guy that had the copy that I was talking about, the one that I've just beat, they've got a one-hit move and it's called Killing Slash. And literally if they hit you, it's zero. There's nothing you can do to defend it. Even with Perfect Guard, it doesn't help because I Perfect Guarded it still. So if you don't have Peerless Resolve on him, it's game over if they hit him with that move and you can't predict when it's happening, which is a cheap move to have, I think, because I still think that move would have been fine if I could have used Perfect Guards. Perfect Guards when you hit Circle, sorry, B uh, on the Xbox or Circle, um, to Guard just as they're about to hit and it lessens it. But see Killing Guard, even with Perfect Guard, Killing Slash, nails Ichi straight away. And if that happens, it's game over instantly. It doesn't matter if all your parties feel health. So it's really annoying. So Killing Slash... That, that didn't happen to me in those fights. Still happens. It's a move that he's got. So yeah. like, um, yeah, but I, I think it, maybe maybe I had armor equipped that negated that somehow. I think I don't know. That's what it is. I don't know, but I always I had to peerless resolve, and it came. The fight was longer than it needed to be because I had to continually peerless resolve him. That uses his move because no one else can use it on him. Yeah. Then I had to heal him with other characters. And I had to just wait until they didn't use that move. But at one point, the game was just spamming it on them every time. And it was just a case of, right, Peerless Resolve again. Right, heal them up, heal them up. Right, okay. And that 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 fight wasn't challenging. It was just long. I maybe approached it the wrong way. There's probably better tactics. Like, you could obviously level up a lot more than I have. I'm currently at level 53. I haven't read any spoilers because I don't want them. I've kind of got a rough idea of who the boss is going to be now by who's coming. And it was more or less what I'd guessed. I kind of guessed what was going to happen kind of after the meeting with the dissolved stuff. I wouldn't say what they dissolved. Because um, I texted you and I said, he's going to be a boss, he's going to be a boss. And I was right. Dissolved so, sugar. So, it's what? It's, it's no. 
time. Sure. But you know, you know, um, that's from Men in Black. Uh, sugar, water, more. <laughs> King Pin. Um, Michael DeFornio, brilliant performance. But um, uh, yes, yeah, so at that part, I kind of figured it out because I said, Andy, he's going to be a boss and I hope he is because I want to fight him. And the other guy's going to be the boss at the end. And I was right. I didn't get, see the bodyguard because no one knows who I'm talking about. The bodyguard is the boss that you fight that I'm talking about that doesn't hit women. So when the bodyguard, like, once you've met him, the other guy that I didn't like that you fight, and he gives you a big story dump uh, with the locker, Hmm. when that happens, that's like, oh, my God. And, like, I had kind of pieced it together. I was, because before it came in the story and it says you're missing the most crucial part, I'd already text you and said, there was two babies. They didn't talk about... Slight spoilers, but there was two babies. They didn't speak about the other baby. And and then in the story, he goes, you're missing the most crucial part. So still not spoilers. You can't put that together really. Out of, out of no, anything. you can't. But you, you, I was right. I started guessing it. And it's not that it's so obvious. It's just that I was involved in the story at that part. And I was putting things together in my mind. And um, like Charlie, when he's got the board. And um, always sunny. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, this game, um, back to what I was going to say. So. It does have cameos from other characters, from Yakuza 0 to 6. And I I said several times in the show, I would never jump... A lot of people would go, fuck it, like, I know Fraser would, like, if there's Assassin's Creed, I know we tried to make him play them all, but mm. if I hadn't badgered him, Fraser would have happily went, oh yeah, that one looks cool, I'll just play that. Do you know what I mean? But for me, I need to know the whole story. So I was kind of apprehensive going into Like a Dragon 7. Now that I'm at the end game, and I've seen the tie-ins, big tie-ins to the old Yakuza games... I still don't feel like I had to have played them to get the cameos. Yeah, it's no. what it what it what it's done is something I've never experienced before. It's a whole different level because now I'm like, but wait a minute, I, I need to know more about that, and not in a way where I feel left out of the current story because it doesn't impact the current story too much. They just help you along your way and they're involved in stuff, but they say some things and do some stuff, and you're like, I need to know more about that. And one of the one of them. For instance, that I know is in the original Yakuza, I need to know why his personality is the way it is in this game because very much was not like that when I played him uh, or played as him or met him in the game or whatever, just to try and avoid spoilers. But that, to me, is quite clever. That's clever story writing to make me feel that this is a first in a series because it feels like the first in a series, but it's got deep roots in a longer series. And usually when you jump in, like it's like, oh, wait, I've missed a whole load of history. I need to know all this stuff. But this kind of sparked me more, and you know if you've watched this or listened to this, me and Andy have been talking about play, getting into Yakuza games, playing the Yakuza games, ever since just Yakuza Zero came to PlayStation 4 and we both started it, we never put enough time into it, but I'm going to rest- I'm going to play that right after this. I have to. And it's it's because, it's not because I'm like, I need to know that to have this make sense by any means. You can play this entire game and not touch another Yakuza game. You do not need to play Zero to Six to, to play this. Even if you don't know who the cameos are, it's not going to affect your gameplay. It's not going to affect your experience. You're not going to be left going, who are these guys? You're just going to accept them as part of the story. But if you're like me, you're going to be like, huh, okay, I I really need to know more about this and this. So the only way of doing it, like Andy said, is the six games that are now on Game Pass. um, Well, you said seven, but the sixth one's not out yet. But like the the six games that... Six isn't there yet. Oh, well, okay, yeah. But it's going to be done like... A couple of a month. It's next month. But anyway, so you can play them all on Game Pass. Um and I, I need to do it now. Like I was enjoying Yakuza anyway, but 
I'm looking forward to more of Ichi. I'm, I've not played this by any means and went, oh, I, I wish it was the old characters or I want the old characters back. Not at all. I want the next game, it has to be Ichi main character. I've already said that, that the story's not finished. I'm still, I know the parts in the story you were talking about, but I still think the next one could drop this. This oh, title yeah. here. Yeah. And look how small it is on this anyway, right? They really want, they really want Like a Dragon to be the title. So, like a dragon two, I have I have no doubt that it will be like a dragon two the next one. I don't is, even know if it will be Yakuza on the box. Isn't that what the series is called in Japan? Yakuza means like a dragon, so technically this means like a dragon, like a dragon. <laughs> That's what Yakuza translates to. So, like it, it, this means like a dragon, like a dragon, because in Japan this is called like a dragon seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas here it's called. It should have been Yakuza 7, but it's not. It's called Yakuza Like a Dragon. They dropped the 7 for here, and it's a good market employee oh, because, yeah. because no one wants to jump in with a game with 7. No one wants to jump in and start at 7. However, but, this justifies... It, 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 ignore those 6 Yakuza games. I would say to everyone, play this one first. Okay. And you will, know by the end, you will know by the end of it if you want to know more about the world that happened before this game... And some of it during the game when Ichi's in jail at the start, like because he's in jail for 18 years and some of the other games happen in that time period. And I think that was a clever story point as well because not only did it help the story and age Ichi till he was a bit wiser, but it also like allowed events to happen with the other characters so Ichi wouldn't have crossed the paths and had his own mindset. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. All your, most of your questions have been answered so far that you had about Ichi, like... Who he is, where he came from, what he does. Like they've all been answered in this game, but you still want to know more about the man. Like he's the most endearing character that's been in video games in the past decade. And I'll say that happily. Like he's the most interesting character in the past decade that I can recall that I want to know more about. That you you're really drawn to that guy there, even though you would think about it. The one thing I don't get is everyone always makes a fill of his hair in this game. And for me, I'm like, that hair looks cool. Like, I don't know if that's an Eastern-Western difference, like, that's messy hair, or it's because Yakuza are normally slicked back and neat, but his hair, since he got it done, he's like, oh my god, it looks like rat tails. To me, it all, it looks cool. Like, it's spiky, it's recognisable, and do you know what it reminded me of? When you used to have your kind of semi-afro, right? So here's my thoughts. You need to, like, shave your moustache one Halloween, get a purple suit. Your cosplay of that guy there, minus the tan, would be phenomenal. Yeah, I could cosplay him. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Like, see, when I was watching him in one scene, I went, that looks like Andy's beard, and it's not revealing his chin, so I'm pretty sure Andy would lose a moustache and spike yeah. his hair again. Oh, yeah. That would be incredible. Because um, all you it's not a complicated suit. It's just black shoes, white shirt open, and a kind of Joker burgundy-coloured suit. It's kind of and I think it's cool. Purple, purple yeah. Absolutely. I think it'd be absolutely one brilliant. Gold, one gold chain, sorry. Oh yeah, one just plain gold, so that's easy enough. But you do at one point you had your hair like this, like similar, very similar to this. Yeah, because I remember it was at New Year's and I was calling you a bohemian at one point because like you came in with your hair like this. It did, it did look like that. But anyway, this game's phenomenal. The whole story from what I've played till now, like I've got one chapter left to do. I don't really want it to end. I would love DLC for it, but then for a game like this. I don't think there should be DLC for people. I don't know. I just I think it should just be as is and then bring out another one. And as far as I know, the rest of the Yakuza games don't have DLC. So um, bear in mind, this is an RPG. Like, see the older titles? 
they can be finished in like 20, 30 hours. I know the later ones are a bit longer, but they're like, um, not scrolling beat-em-ups, but 3D beat-em-up games, because the fighting's very different. In this one, from the start, you get explained that he's that much of an RPG fan, Dragon Quest specifically, that he sees the entire world as an RPG. So all the things in the game you you might have seen the trailers for going, why, why these guys look crazy? It's because of how he perceives them. It's not because of that's how they actually are. Um, everything about it is brilliant. Like the story is, oh, it goes everywhere and you can get tied up in the business management. I, like I've, I've played 40 hours of this game and there's so much to it. There's the business management. I haven't even dipped my toe into the carton game, which is very like Sega All-Stars Racing. He should be in the next one if they ever do one like that again. Um, never mind Ryu and his forklift truck. No, have you seen any sailors? Who cares? I've this guy has made me. I I've got Shenmue three, Shenmue one and two sitting there, right? I I kickstarted Shenmue. Yakuza, like I've always said, is the 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 spiritual successor to Shenmue. If Shenmue kept going, he's more interested than Ryo Hazaki. I can't remember his name. Hazaki son is it? Hazaki son. Ichiban Kasuga Ichiban is the most interesting character in any of these games I've played. Like, he really is. He comes across as shallow and not much to him because he's so happy, but there's tons of stuff going on in his life and his backstory and things that you don't realise till late, late in the game. Um, the the characters that are with him have all got in-depth char characterizations, even though I don't remember most of their names, any of them, really. But you I can even... Names you do. Their characters were fucking amazing, like, the way that the whole team was written was brilliant. I'm agreeing, I just don't remember the names, but, like... You can go to the survive bar and listen to them. I don't find that part interesting because some of them just drone on and it's like, but Andy loved it. But like every yeah. level you get, you can go back to survive bar and unlock another conversation. Great. Um, the only advantage to me is that it ups them in their, uh, uh, when they're not in the party, their experience. There's also the whole academy I forgot about where you can go in and like take tests and like develop your personality so that you can take like the sports quiz. And these are like, they're not in-game. These are like real-life like Sega quizzes or sports quizzes or news quizzes. And it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like You've also got your slot machines, your pachinko that I spent a full hour in-game playing that pachinko machine, remember? Not pachinko, the kind of slots. Um, then you've got like your side quests. Um, you've also got a full version of Virtua Fighter 5, Virtua Fighter 1, Super Hangout, like all these arcade games as well. There's at least three cities that I've counted, Andy. You've got Ajuncho, Ajuncho, Yep. Kamarucho, and there's another one, there's, there's three. One of them you only get part of, which mm. is the original bit where the, the hotel is, you yep. know, for having that's in the, the first few games, with Eyepatch, his hotel. You start there in one of them, so you've got that. Then you've got Kamarucho at the end, so you, and that, and see when we got there at the end, I'm like, why have we not? This is the, the, you start in that city, this is the city from the start of the game. Yep. So you've got two full cities, Two full cities, and you don't have to rush the story. When you get to Kamarucho, you can ignore the main quest and go and visit all the, the new places to go to. Two full cities, two underground dungeons, like um, in the sewers in both cities, and um, you've got all the collector quests, like collect the cats, collect the Tojo clan crests. Like, so much to do in this game, and none of it feels like overinflating the game or padding by any means, because every part of this is extra. It's like above like requirements you do not need to do it apart from the one part where you grind at the arena all the side quests in that you can happily ignore or you can go and spend time and find a guy whose son he wants to take over his business and but he's going out with a 40 year old woman and he needs to learn to be a chef like you can get involved in that 
which is what I did. You can find a Yakuza Mafia boss who dresses up as a big baby with an appy and he can become one of your summons, one of the pound mates, who are free the first time you call them and then cost a fortune. I've not really called them. You also get the chicken from the business management game who won't fight at night time. Like if you go to call them on the phone, um, the business management game itself is absolutely phenomenal. I really loved it. So like this, this, this game is incredible, absolutely incredible. And like I said, you don't need any prior knowledge to the series to enjoy this because one, it's a different game, and two, it's a completely different story in a different city. Um, you do visit the original city in the Yakuza games, but only for the small part where you're at the arena. I believe that's the city from the original game. Um, yes, it is. The city at the beginning is, is. the original game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bit in this, the bit, the small part that you get is the main part from zero, as far as I remember, because like they had the nightclub and they've got the bit by see where the arena is over the ledge there. That's the first place I tried fishing with the eye patch guy in the game. Like, you know, when you go down the steps, because you know, right. you have to go back up and get your items. Um, but yeah, absolutely great game. Um, I don't think it's overly hard. Just be aware that there's a bit where you have to grind. Like, there's no difficulty levels or anything like that. I think there is a new game plus, though, as well. Um, there's also photo mode. You get money for taking photos, I believe. I've not even touched that bit, and I've got seventeen million pounds. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to do any of that because of my business management skills. Um, but yeah, uh, Yakuza like a dragon. If I could make it my game of year all over again, I absolutely would. Like, it's that good. Um, I don't think I've had any game, even the grindy part. I don't think I've had any RPG where I've enjoyed and loved this much right then final fantasy 7 aside maybe 10 but like the rest of them at some part i went that whole chunk was shit there's not been a chunk of this game that i'm going that was bollocks i can't think of one part that was like <sighs> apart from when they were talking about the money laundering that really bust my balls <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah so i've put some good hours maybe about 10 hours into you because i like a dragon this week um I don't think I've really played anything else. Finished off Gears of War 3 with you, as you can watch in the stream somewhere, either below this video or above it somewhere. Um, I'd finished it, obviously, before. Mm -hmm. Gears of Brown, the worst Gears of War game so far. Um, what else did I play? Destruction All-Stars, that game's brilliant. Not easy, but it's brilliant. You're getting more full lobbies now as well. The guys have said they're adding stuff. I played Asho's Playroom. That game just looks nice, really nice. Uh, I don't think I played anything else, to be fair. I don't think I, I didn't go back to Resident Evil, or was that this week? I got stuck at Nemesis. No, that was last week. I got stuck at Nemesis. I didn't get stuck. He cheap shotted me and I died. I'm like, I'm not restarting this fight. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to finish Yakuza Like a Dragon either tonight or tomorrow. And then uh, get back into Resident Evil 3. Definitely. And then I think, I think once I get my 10 games, because obviously I've got Mass Effect, Resident Evil 8, and Ratchet and Clank soon, and they're going to add to my tally for games this year. And Mass Effect is the one that could take a back seat for me because it's not got priority over games that I've not finished, even though it's probably my favorite RPG of all time. But even that game had parts back then where I was like, this part needs to go away, but it's still, still a great game. Um, I really need to get back to Demon's Souls. Um, because like we're now coming up to March, two weeks time will be in March. It's three months of the year. I've only done the first kind of level in Demon Souls, and that's it. So yeah, I need I need to sink some time in. Even if I can just finish one of the Souls games this year, then I'll I'll be happy enough. But no, you said um, you said I did say 
No, no, I did say two. If I don't do two, I've not passed the challenge. But if I do one person, I'll feel happy enough. You've got more chance of finishing Bloodborne before I finish a Souls game. Yeah, I'm, ma I'm making good progress with Bloodborne. I think the, the streams, actually, doing the streams on it's actually slowing me down. If you think? Yeah, yeah, because I think that if I was just playing the game, like I would have got further by now. Because I'm restricting myself to like only doing progress in that like one hour space, mm. then I would have gone much further on with it now. However, I would have looked up much more guides because what the way that I'm doing it is like I'm trying not to look up too many guides about it until I get stuck. Yeah. So like I looked up how to get past the bit where I was stuck at before, and then I haven't really looked up a guide since then. Um, and now I'm kind of just like winging it, which is kind of fun. Guides. See, the reason I allowed guides for these games is because they're hard enough anyway. Like you're still gonna have some have to have some skill. The guides are just because it's not always obvious where you need to go next in these games, especially yeah. in Bloodborne from watching you play. Yeah, um, I get so lost so many times. There's there's no markers, there's no go this way. It's just you kinda have to stumble across it. And don't get me wrong, they're not the most open of open world games, but they're semi-open world in a way, and like there's multiple pathways and stuff. But um yeah, I really need to get back on them. So like Yakuza like a dragon should have it finished by this week. Um, bittersweet to finish it, but I will be starting Yakuza 0 straight away. Like, I did fire it up on the Xbox and played like a, a half hour, 10 hour of it the other night. Um, and I, I see what you mean, the combat isn't as cool as this, yeah. But that's I'm just gonna have to get used to the combat because it's not like they're gonna have shit stories, they're popular for a reason. And I need to know the story of these characters that we're talking about the other night. And now, I, I, it's not that I want to, it's I need to know more about details about both of them. Um, what happened to one and why one's so different now. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, and plus, I want to see if there's any like other tie-ins because like the cop guy that was with you, the guy that I suspected him to be the party member that was tied, he said they had ties and he put Yakuza in jail before. So I wouldn't be surprised if his name pops up somewhere in other games, even though it was the other guy that had the direct ties, but it wasn't him. It was the guy that he had done the stuff like. Which is cool as well, which means we're going to see him in the games or the guy that replicates him or whatever, the original one. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and that's about all I've played this week. And the, the floor is yours for the next 20 minutes, even though you said it was short. You can make a game last for 40 minutes, remember so. Um, so I did play some more Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. Um, I'm now about 30 odd hours into the game. And I've got I've got to and finish the main quest part in London now, which is called London with a U and an E, which is very strange. Um, there's also a place called <laughs> there's also a place called it looks like it's spelled Skyroll or Ayrshire, right? But it's actually like Shropshire, and they go Skyrshire, and like they've just kind of like I don't know if this is like what it was called during like Viking times, um. Because the the names are all the same as like what they are right now, apart from they're just like extra fucking letters added, but they basically pronounce them the same. <laughs> You're like, okay, like Kent, Kent for example, it's called Kent, but it's spelt with a C. <laughs> You're like, okay, why? Okay, um, so yeah, I did, I did the London bit. There was no tie into Syndicate, sadly. I was hoping there would be something that was not. Um, London actually felt very small, and I didn't really do too much exploring in it. To be fair, because like it didn't really feel like a city at all. It felt like a small, like town. London, in it. Because it's not London. It's not London yet. It's London, 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 <laughs> London. Um. So that was 
that was okay, and I've just been kind of progressing on with the story from there. Um, I did uh, have to fight a character who I was quite surprised I had to fight, um, and got to kill them, which was good because I didn't like them. It's a character that you might have met already in the game, um, and I, I was pleased I got to kill them because I fucking hated them throughout the game. Um, but it's a good game. But yeah, like Ali was hinting at R three, they just keep adding more things to R three. So like, I'm I'm basically like about to unlock an ability, which gives me another thing to put onto R three. And I sent Ali a photo. So I'm like, that's like forty options for R three. Like, what the fuck? Unnecessary. They just love this button too much for some reason. Like, it's like it's almost like they couldn't figure out like. Like what to map all these things to? So they're like, Do you oh, know what happened at the end? You always blame the intern, right? So it was Ubisoft intern. Seeing the last day, that right, you've got to map all these buttons now before we ship it, and he went shit, and he just hit copy paste and put it all down the spreadsheets columns, and it's the same button. That's what happened. It's like, oh my god! It's yeah. ludicrous, but also like when I was playing it, it became frustrating because sometimes you'd be wanting to do like your finishing move to them, and he would do something else. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like. Because it's lock on, it's stomp, it's fucking sense. Like uh, it's way too contextual, especially for a a button that's not really a button. Like it's different if you're like it's say, couch. It's yeah, it'd be different if it was like square or something like that, or like circle or triangle. That would be fine because th- that button is like is very responsive. R three click is not a responsive <laughs> button at all. <laughs> No, neither is L3, but that's why they should only be mapped to sprint for L3 and couch for R3, so you only need to yeah. tap it once and that's it. But see these ones where it's like click it in and do the moves, it's like, no. No, I don't like it. This was, I played a game and I was trying to think of it, it'll, it'll come to me by next week's show, where I had to click in R3, Andy, right, and then flick up down left or right, it had that as well. So it was like R3 and up on it. Horrible. No, I don't like that. PS4. Mm. I can't remember what it was. Um, I also I got a predator bow for the for the first time in this game, so that's like it's basically like a sniper rifle bow, which is which is cool because it basically like zooms in a little bit more. Should have had that in Origins. And oh it was yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. instant headshots. You could control it. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I don't. I, I haven't unlocked that ability because I never liked that in Origins. But yeah, similar to, to the way it works in Origins, um, it zooms in and like you've got um, if you get a headshot like it fucking does a hell of a lot of damage to them. One problem with it, though, is that during combat, right, I like to use my wolf ability, and my wolf mm. ability is on, like, you've got your L2 and your R2 abilities, so when you're in combat fighting with people, you can use your special moves, so R2 and then square, R2 triangle, R2 X, and you map them and choose what ones you want on it. Um, and then on L2, you've got the same, so you've got four different abilities mapped to, like, hold L2 and then push square, triangle, X, or circle. Now, I've got the wolf mapped to, I think it's L2X, right? So, and you can't put it to R2. But when you push L2, it, and you've got the Predator bow equipped, it automatically puts you into fucking super zoomed in mode. So, like, you, there's a guy, like, just about right in your face. I want the wolf to come and attack him to knock him down so I can stomp him. But I've, I've all of a sudden, like, zoomed in with this bow, and I'm, like, fucking aiming at his foot. Like, it's very annoying, because sometimes that'll make you, like, it'll make you lose your orientation to where the guy is because you can't see him because you're so far zoomed in. You end up, like, attacking not the, not the target that you want to hit with the wolf. It'll hit a guy, like, over there, which is really annoying. So they need to play around with that a little bit more, but, like, it is what it is. They're not going to change it at this point. But, yeah, um, like I said, I'm 10 years in. I would, if I had to estimate, like, 
it seems like I'm two thirds of the way through the game. Like from the look of the map. But Oh, it's like seventy plus hours easily the game. But yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So something else must open up. And I did, actually I did just unlock another part of the map that's like in a different country, not Norway, it's like somewhere else. Scotland. But they just no, it's not Scotland because they just basically oh. like they just basically like had a, another picture of a map and they just shoved it underneath the other map at the bottom. They're like, we're not quite sure what this is, but we we've, we've drawn it out and we reckon it's there. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, it's like shoved on there. So how many hours are you in now? Like thirty hours. But I, I I will say that I've made good progress with it so far. I haven't hit one of those points where it's like you need to go and level now, which is good. So hopefully I don't have that. Like we'll see. I'm I'm still waiting for it to happen because like it's bound to happen. But so far, like it's been okay. Um. Also, yeah, we played Gears of War three, which was very brown. Um. I didn't really enjoy that game apart from maybe like the last forty minutes of the game. Last forty. Oh minutes, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was quite fun. Although we get we get bullshitted by the AI. We did. Yeah, it became less brown, which was good. Um. And the the stuff he had you doing, like fighting the final boss and stuff, and even the wee bits before that, like taking down the enemies and that, that was all quite fun. Um, but yeah, we did get bullshitted by the AI because an AI character died, and I was blaming you. <laughs> and Ali was blaming me, and I'm like, no, Baird has died. Like that's not me. <laughs> like it says on my screen, Baird has died. Game over. Like, I'm like, no, Andy, get behind the cover. Stop it. And you're like, I didn't die. I'm like, you did. You did. <laughs> so like for some reason in this mission. When the AI character dies, who stands right in front of the laser move, yeah, it, it ended the game for us as well. Very twice, nice. twice that happened. Yeah, because it was an auto kill. It wasn't like he got knocked down and didn't pick him up. Like it's just an auto kill, which is annoying as fuck. So I hope they take that away. Like in future games, AI being auto killed gives you game over. Because the AI should just, like, if you would not kill me, the AI should just get downed and you would be able to pick them up. And I think that's fair. Because it's not my fault if the fucking AI gets in the way. So I just, the, when we tried it again, I tried to stay out of the way so the AI character would come with me and he did. He followed me and he was out of the way and did not die. So, but yeah, that game's over and done with, thankfully. Because it was, it, it was very taxing towards the end, apart from the very end part of it. Um, okay, so also aside from that, I I played a little bit more Destruction All Stars as well. Um, the game is very hard. I will hundred percent agree with you there. Um, I haven't managed to get a win in it yet. I haven't even managed to get top three. I don't think like, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong with the game. Like, I'm definitely not doing enough takeovers and things like that. And I haven't perfected the idea of how to do that. But when I was watching your stream, um. On Sunday night, you you were trying to like do takeovers and like jumping over the car when it was coming to attack you, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's the way to do it. But every time you did that, like it didn't let you try and take over the car. Do you know that was annoying me? I don't know if you heard me saying, but yeah, like, did, yeah, really weird. So if if you jump over it and it's coming towards you, which you shouldn't be allowed to, then jump on the roof, it won't let you. But if you sneak up on a car or jump on one that's like going forwards then you can take over but i think that's a mistake in the the design that if you jump over a car to dodge it you should be able to hit triangle near and take it like i think so because i was hitting triangle i was like oh and don't get me wrong i got some takeovers but they were all from like being behind the car because i find it easier 
doing that and wrecking a car and getting points than sometimes like knocking into folk because it seems for some reason like I'm knocking into folk and getting no points for it and they smash me a couple of times and the car blows up so I don't know if I'm yeah. doing it wrong. Um, I've also noticed that see if you um, see if you don't use your boosts on the analog stick to bash them doesn't count as a hit for you like if you just nudge them which is really annoying but i like the game i, I like it there's definitely some refinement needed to be done there and like, like we were saying they need to add some more characters and stuff like that um but the controls and stuff are really good on it like really it's really tight driving the cars and i'm i'm honestly so impressed by how well they've done the camera like it took me a good 20 minutes playing the game to realize that i wasn't controlling the camera like I was highly impressed with the way the camera tracks the car around, um, which is testament to a very, very good camera development team there. I don't know how they've done it, but they've done a fucking good job there. Um, okay, so aside from that, what else did I play? Um, more more Bloodborne yesterday. Um, so I was at a point where I was completely lost. I had no idea where to go. I mean, I did have to go and look up to see what I was supposed to do next. And it turned out that the boss that I, remember the boss I beat like last yeah. week? That boss was an optional boss. And it turns out that I've killed five bosses so far and out of those, three are optional. So I didn't need to fight these fucking people. <laughs> didn't need to fight them. What, in Assassin's Creed, sorry? No, in Bloodborne. Oh, you're fighting optional bosses now? You're going all in in the Souls, Andy? Andy's skilled at Souls now? Oh. No, I didn't know they were optional bosses. I just Do you know what? Was... See your last oh my God, your sorry. last video when you fight the final boss to win it. That's the only video that I'm gonna title Andy doesn't suck at Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, if I get that far, we'll see. Um You will, you can't give up now. You'd 40 odd hours in it before you started. Yeah, I know. Do you know I what? Know. This webcam is pretty clear, to be fair, the one built in. Yeah, yeah, it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah, so I'd obviously beat the Witches of Hemlock, which, uh, as I discovered this week, are an optional boss. I didn't need to do it. Um, so there was nothing uh, nothing else in that area for me to do. So I had to backtrack back to the Cathedral Ward, and then I had to like go like a different way that I hadn't gone before um, and go to a door that I'd actually never seen before, which was locked, and I had to give a guy a password and go through it, and this took me to the woods. So I'm now in the woods. And I was enjoying running around the woods last night, and it was fucking weird. There was people with snakehead things, like very strange stuff going on. And eventually, like, because I fought a bunch of stuff that I'd fought before, and that was all fine, avoiding them, killing them and whatnot. And eventually I came to this area that was just full of snakes. Like, there was just this big lumps of snakes, like, rolling around like this. Which was really funny, but they were really easy to kill. Um, and then I got, and then I came across these bigger lumps of snakes, which I managed to kill one. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then, like right at the end of on my stream uh, last night, I was I was trying to make my way through to see if I could find another uh, lantern or or like another boss or see where I was supposed to go next. And I came across like a bit, and I looked down, and there's like two snakes in this pit. And I'm like, okay, right, I'm not gonna go down there because like I struggled to kill one. You end snake. up. I'm oh, not no, gonna, I nearly spoke. I nearly spoke not, Vikings for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna roll down there and try and fight two snakes. And I was like, right, I'll move on. And then as soon as I went to move on, another snake came in from the side, smashed me, and knocked me into this pit with these two other snakes, and they fucking killed me. I was not happy. 
And are you and your snakes? <laughs> I still suck at Bloodborne. So, yeah. But yeah, no, it's a good game. Um, Bloodborne's the sort of game, though, in those Demon Souls, that when you get too much confidence in yourself, you slip up. See, if you don't take every single encounter as, like, basically a boss fight, like, plan it out, um, or, like, plan your route. Like, if you get to an area I've found and there's, like, three bog-standard skeleton enemies, if you doubt them in any way and think I'll just blast through them, they'll kill you. Like, if you let your guard slip at any point, and I don't mean your guard like that, if you take the mentality away from this is a hard game and you go, I'll just waste them, like, and say, Yakuza, when guys you run into in the street, you're just, like, push A to beat them. If you do that at any point, the game's going to own you and make make you realise, look, you're my bitch. Like, you, you, you make an effort with me. That's yeah. what the game tells you at every point. The, ga- the game is, is very clever as well, actually, about, like, if you don't know where you're going, it will just chuck stuff at you, like like that, and just fuck you up just for the sake of it and make you start again from where it is. And then the next time when you come back, you know it's coming, so you know to avoid it or to look out for it and plan for it and that. So I, I managed to avoid quite a few traps in, in this area, though, from the notes. The notes were very good. Like, you know, people leaving all on the ground. And it's like, oh, look, no, here, what does it say? Okay, trap coming up, and then, you know, to be left for a trap. Cool. I did I did that a few times in Dark Souls. Like, there's some notes the same in Dark Souls or Bloodstains. Yeah. And um, when you read them, it's like, watch out ahead or guy upstairs. You know, it's very basic. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go around the corner, there'll be a guy there that knocks me off. So what I'll do the next time is I'll go to the doorway and say, beware of guy. You know, because then folk will be like, oh, what's this? And then, oh, there he is, because I ran round, there was no note there, and I'm like, why? Why was there no note there? And I don't know if these are just instances that you load into, because yes. it's the same instance every time, so you must get assigned a server, because every time I load in, the same notes are there. It's not like I load in and it's different yep. notes. So, like, there's, in the server that I'm playing, there's obviously active people in it, because I'm getting people, like, uh, liking my notes now and again, like, as it comes up, if nice rates one of my notes um so it'll come up and it'll say like somebody rated your note fine so there must be active people still playing in, in my server as well which is cool um and i don't know if it's like because i'm actively playing maybe it's got me as like an active server so it's letting people play in in my yeah. instance but well it must do but people are flooding cool. back to blood people oh, are yeah. flooding black back to bloodborne because of ps plus and because let's be honest uh, greg miller but even though you died here Playing Bloodborne before Greg Miller, because <laughs> I made the the Soulsborne challenge like before Greg Miller decided to play Bloodborne. So you're the <laughs> original. Yes, but but yeah, um, like it's a great game. I'm still enjoying it and plod, plodding my way through it. I might roam around that area to work out where I'm fuck I'm supposed to go. Here's a question for you. So this this game is out like the the demon souls was the first one in this series it came out like what 2006 2007 something like that, yeah. yeah see if this came out earlier i don't think people would have, would have considered it as hard like because like mm-hmm. see like 2010 onwards games really spoiled you with um auto saves everywhere after every fight auto save auto save so you're always safe you didn't worry whereas this has brought it back to a time where it's like if you die you restart the whole thing yeah. Like, look at the Mega Drive. You didn't have oh, them yeah. until, like, Sonic 3, do you know what I mean? So it was like, and even then it was like, you can only start at the beginning of the level. So I reckon if these games came out, say, like, PS2 days, people wouldn't have batted an eyelid about the difficulty. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, that, no. was just ex- that was just accepted. But because they've been brought out in this time period, where, like I said, from 2010 onwards till now, we've just been spoiled with autosave, autosave. You beat two guys, autosave, just start again there. Oh, we'll heal you up after this fight, autosave, autosave. 
and this is like a flashback to the times of like the early 2000s, late 90s, where games like this were just, well, if you die, you've saved, you're at the start of the level, deal with it. And now it's so frustrating to me in Demon's Souls when I die, I'm right at the beginning of the level, whereas like PS2 days, I'd have been like, ah, oh, fuck, I messed up, I'll just start again. But we've been that kind of not brainwashed but i don't know what the word for it is everyone's kind of in the same zone of well why didn't it fucking save so that's why people see these as hard games now whereas i reckon like ps1 ps2 era even early ps3 era people wouldn't have questioned the difficulty they wouldn't have they wouldn't have considered them the hardest games of all time anyway they'd have said they were difficult but they would have been in line with many games back then that were as difficult honestly for me i would say that resident evil one is harder than bloodborne it's absolutely not. <laughs> and plus, you had like a you had like the PS Five feature of somebody helping you without having to subscribe to PS Plus. <laughs> Even though you didn't read what I said, you looked in your inventory, and I said you can look back in the chat if anyone wants to see it. And I say, no, it's not in his inventory, and he still proceeded on to try and do the same thing. And then Fraser finally spelled it out for you. Went, he kept saying, "Do you have anything that looks like a key?" And you're like, "A key? Yeah, I've got the key." And it's like, "No, you need to find a fake key." You've got the fake key now, so we're looking for everybody's looking forward with bated breath of Andy's next instalment of Resident Evil. It's a good game. You're missing out on such a good story. Oh, I'm gonna play now. Like I'm gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna do some more of that this week. Um but yeah, so uh the other game the only other game I played this week was uh, I jumped in to play some Avengers um because I've been really digging Wand Division um the last few weeks and Wanda's not in it, but Vision's not in it. No, I know that, but I, I've been really digging Wanda, uh, sorry, Wanda Vision, and I, I wanted to just do something like Marvel. I'm like, I'm really. Do you know, here's one. To interrupt you yet again, as that's my trademark. Of course. Do you think if this game had a successful launch and went smoothly and exit, we could have had Wanda and Vision out alongside Wanda Vision as characters? Because that's what I was thinking the other day. Like, surely that had to be the plan at some point of look at the roadmap of what's coming up and like say you have like falcon winter soldier is next month do you know what i mean like that's the way i would have played it this year specifically when there's all these tv shows and movies do you know what i mean that's what i would have done you're 100 percent right there that's a great idea and they 1000 no i don't do it with thousand percent they 100 should have done that they were obviously completely disassociated with marvel tv stuff because they had but it's no on the internet for people to read like I know they had no clue what was coming, like when they were developing this stuff. And this game did get delayed quite a bit, if if I recall. Two years like, at least. Yeah, or I don't know if it was two years, but at least a year anyway. It was delayed at least a year. So if we think back, then maybe, maybe they would have had that out if they'd got it out successfully when it launched. Because yeah. that's see how they're updating it for March the eighteenth, which is like a month a month away basically this feels like the relaunch of it that's what that comes it comes across to me you're getting a relaunch because their original plan was by march april may they were going to have spider-man for the playstation remember that was the big thing and then they realized that they'd messed some things up they needed to improve the systems and the next gen version's not ready so they had to go and work in the next gen version um because this was originally remember when we got it, it was xs it said xs and it was yeah. one x and it's none of these things now so we're finally getting a next gen version we're finally getting hawk guy and she hawk um coming uh, uh she hawk's already in it um but hawk guy he's um he's not in it yet uh he he's got shaved hair like this in this game which i don't like because i like jeremy renner's version of so it more 
there's two different versions of him in, in the game, like from the trailer. So there's like an there's old man Hawkeye and then there's regular Hawkeye. And old man Hawkeye has long hair and a beard and he's grey hair. Yeah. You know, Do you know what this what this makes me think is I would I would love an Arrowverse game like this. But done properly. I don't know. Did, did you play the did you play the Kate Bishop DLC yet? I, I loaded it up and I got to Maria Hill and I accepted the mission, but see, because it took me so fucking long to even get to that part, it was like convoluted. Why can't I just go? Why do I need to go to another base to go to another loading screen? Why couldn't I have accessed that loading screen? We've got all the technology in the helicarrier that is our main base. Why couldn't I just video called her and she could have told me this information here? Why did I need to travel to another base to get told the stuff to then go to the map and select the mission. Why couldn't I just, do you know what I mean, select the mission on my fucking map in the first yeah, place without having to activate it? Do you know, she does say that. She's like, oh, it's nice to meet you in person, blah, blah, blah. Like, video calls are fine for most things, but this needed, like, a face-to-face -face thing. But is it? it? Like, it's it's kind of one of them things where you're like, this could have been an email. <laughs> like, really, it could have been an email. Um, Text. But I, I, did, I went and did the, the first Could mission. have been a gif. Yeah, I, I went and did the first mission, and like you only need to do one mission, and then you unlock Kate Bishop. Um, cool. And then you get to play as her. I, I play is it story-based? Is it like the story campaign, or is it just like the missions we've been doing up till now? It is like the story campaign, but the mission that they send you on to do is quite reminiscent of the missions that we've been doing up till now. <laughs> Go kill okay. some. Like it's just a. It's in a like a generic field, like not a field, but like a generic sort of area with some buildings in it. Go kill mm. some like aimbots. Oh, that's like there's one being exploded here. Go to go into like a base. Kill the things that are in the base. A lot of things have already been killed in the base by someone with arrows. Oh no! Like and then go beat a boss. The, the boss kind of fight was alright, I suppose. And then you get Kate Bishop as like part of your team. Um, and I did play around with her for a little bit. She's okay, but like I, I'd much prefer to play as Kamala Khan. Like, see, that's yeah. the thing. The first two characters weren't exactly. Oh my god, I need them, and I understand they delayed Black Panther because I think that was their original plan, which also messed things up for them because Chadwick Boseman passed away, and they thought it'd be disrespectful to just fling him out in a game because it would seem like they were capitalising on his passing in a way, um, you know, drawing people to the game by having him in it, but. Black Panther would have been much better than, okay, who forgot that we can just throw out or two versions of Hawkeye? Because that's really what we're getting. And, um, like, having them one after the other, see if it was me, I would have, I'd think it was okay for, like, next month to be Black Panther and then do Hawkeye at another point. Like, absolutely. I don't understand Hawkeye and Hawkeye. That would be, like, um, giving you, like, Hulk and then, okay, now here's Red Hulk. And I know he's a wee bit different, but the character will play the exact same. Yeah. So I I don't I don't like that. I think like we like they said at the start and like we we've said all along, it needs to be a character a month or every two months minimum for this game to gain traction. And I know they did the stupid thing of saying every character will have story. They don't need to stick to that. Just give us decent characters that make us want to play see, online. See, I, I think that adding the story in is is great. Like I wouldn't have come back and played this, right? If the character If it was just another character. If it was just they gave you a character and I could run yeah. through the exact same missions again with this different character, I would have no interest in doing that. I don't care unless it's Ant-Man. Um, but the fact that they've put some sort of story in there, there's a bit of effort going in. Um, like, yeah, I'm up for playing through the story part of it. Like, I don't care about the rest. Um, yeah. 
and like the story part of this will tie into like the Hawkeye stuff when it comes, which and... seems to be bigger. Like the Maestro stuff that they're talking about, that seems to be a much bigger, like almost an an, an event in game, you know, an event story rather than like here's a few missions to tell you who Kate Bishop is and why she's looking for Clint. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and then that's what this is. This is kind of like road to Clint, <laughs> like almost this. Yeah. Story. Which is fine, um, and I like I like that they're adding in uh, Kate Bishop. Like I like Kate Bishop from the comics and that, and um, like she's coming into the TV shows. She'd, as been, well. she'd have been better saved for the TV show. That's again, like think about your marketing here. Oh yeah, really? wise, hundred percent. Yeah, because that will attract folk likes. Because they don't even need to have the license for the Disney costumes, which I imagine they don't have, because no. like they they're the fake Avengers that are as close as possible without infringing on it, which is weird because Spider-Man's got like movie costumes in it. But what what they should have done definitely is goes, okay, here's the schedule. So we can't get the costumes, but we can have Wanda and Vision out this month. Yep. And then next month, Winter Soldier and um, Falcon, because they're practically the same, except one can fly a wee bit. <laughs> and then like, um, well, we've got Hawkeye coming, so why don't we move Hawkeye to there? And then folk will go, do you know what? I and people think like us, they're like, I want to play a Marvel game. I want to play as them. Yeah. And see if they said, Hawkeye, Wanda, Vision available, Wanda and Vision available now, people would flock to Avengers right uh-huh. now because that's the hot thing. Yep. It's stupid. And it's not like they're doing anything wrong. Just look at the Disney website and go available. Okay, so that shows out in March. Let's get those two out. That's what I would have done. Totally. I don't understand why they're not doing that. Like, I mean, even like they could have took Black Widow out of the main game and just kept her for when the movie comes out. Absolutely, because like, she added nothing to that fucking main game whatsoever. Yeah, so like she's the absolutely nothing. Character. Any the other characters? No, you needed those. Black Widow? No. But hey ho, that's the way it goes. Um, I don't know what they do now with the game. Like, so Hawkeye comes out in March. Where does it go after that? Like. I think it's well, too, too long, right? So, like, when when did Kate Bishop come out? December. Yeah. Okay, so in March, in right? March. So That's three months. Three months. So then the next character is not going to come out until June. June. That's too long. And and they've got to fit in Spider Man for PlayStation owners only without pissing off everybody else that's already pissed off for that deal because they yeah. can't just have three months. Okay, Spider Man. What's Xbox getting? Nothing. Hmm. What? So we've got to wait six months. You're looking at six months, and then by that time the game's. Two years Dead. old, no one cares, or a year, over a year old, and then it's... it's after, after Hawkeye, they need a character out in April, then they need one out in May, then they need one out in June. That's how they need to do it. Yeah. And even Spider-Man's out, they need two characters out that month. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to be able to hit that at all. They can. I think this game's dead by the end of the year, but I'll happily go back in because all the DLC is free. But I definitely think this game's going to be dead by the end of the year. Yeah. It's a shame. The Hawkeye DLC looks fun, though. Like, uh, the Kate the Bishop stuff is... is it's just the same as the the original stuff. The enemies are the exact same. There's n- I don't think there's any new enemies, and they're all aim guys. The, the Hawkeye DLC, though, like getting to fight Maestro, like that's cool. Like give me someone different to fight. That's fun. Let me do that. Um, but yeah, just fighting robots over and over and over and over and over and over again for the rest of the time. Like that, fun. you can't sustain a game with that. You have to have Hydra guys. You have to have symbiotes, like fucking whatever. It doesn't matter. Just give us different people to fight, like different grunts, and that's fine. Yeah, see if they did that, I'd be more inclined to go and do you want to go and level up a wee bit tonight? And we'll do like some symbiote missions, we'll do some like aim missions, we'll do some hydra missions. But see, because we're just going in fighting the same thing over and over, I've got no inclination of going, let's go in and play some. Which is why the multiplayer is fucked. And I mean, I, I, they probably looked at Destiny and went, like, all the Destiny enemies are the same. 
but that's the destiny world like oh they're all the same shit like marvel doesn't have that problem marvel has established no. fucking villain villains guys for days coming about their years so you had like they even all... said at the start of this we've got a vast roster of 40 years of marvel history to dive into and they just read one comic apparently yeah and like after like in the in the i don't know if you watched that hawkeye trailer earlier like for the for the new one right yeah like in the trailer they they were like after the Cree invasion and i'm like what oh, fucking Cree invasion like i haven't fought any Cree in this game there's not been any Cree invasion <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> like, let me fight the Cree. like bastards so yeah. they've just, just skipped that and been like then there's a apocalypse like great and not apocalypse x-men just like there has been an apocalypse in the world yeah. great let me fight the Cree. <laughs> obviously they're yeah. probably planning for that at some point but like let me fight something that's not fucking robots, please. Yeah, yeah that is fine. Like, the gameplay, that's fine. And it still looks decent enough. Obviously, uh, it's going to look better when the new gen patch comes, which hopefully it'll look good. I'm hoping it'll make a little bit of difference. Load times, though, like, pisses me <laughs> off how many fucking, like, load screens you have to go into. Like, so in, in that part where you, you have to go, you have to go to see Maria House, you have to go to the different place, load to there, that's fine. Then you have to go and speak to Maria Hill, which for some reason requires a load into the conversation, which is a very brief conversation of about 15 seconds, and then it like loads you back out. Like, why did I have to load into that? Why can you not why can you not just load it? It's true. It's a bit the the, the bit that in Yakuza that pissed me off was since they're just moving to the next floor, like even a conversation box, do you want to just get to the next level? Yeah. After every fight, you had to walk to the other side of the empty room to go into the same elevator to confirm you want to go up, to walk forwards, to speak to the robot and tell him you want to fight and then go into it. Like, you know the load times are quick in this game because see when you get in a taxi, it literally makes the taxi noise and then it, it loads you. Like, oh, you're yeah. literally there. I can't confirm or deny, I can't confirm, sorry, what it's like on Xbox One and PS4, but seeing the Series X, when you take a taxi journey, it goes, where do you want to go? You push A, it goes, vroom, and then it loads and you're there. That's how quick the game loads. So there's absolutely no need, no need whatsoever. And the other thing that annoys me in this game, when you find one of those fucking cats, and every time he phones that woman, and every time you have the same conversation with her, and every time you have to wait for her to walk away, then the game fades to black and loads back up. It's like, why is that in it? Why does that need to be here? Even in last gen, that was unacceptable. Like, why? Just say I found a cat, okay, it's a way back. Do it the first time to show me a woman's come to get them. But yeah. every time the same woman, the same conversation, and she takes so long to walk up to you and goes, I'll take it from here, thanks for having them. Then you have to watch her walk away, and then it fades to black and loads back up. But you know, that ele elevator... Hmm? See when she says that the first time, right, that woman, she says, yeah. I'll take it from here. I took that to mean, like, she would... She was going to get the rest. Yep. Yeah, well, that's what that means. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't. She does it every time. But that elevator bit is so annoying in the battle arena. Every time you want to go in, every floor, you have to walk across. You have to take the elevator up. You have to walk over to the guy. You have to confirm your fight. And then you get into the fight. After the first time you play through it, it should just be, do you want to go to level 25? Yep. Do you want to go to level 26? Yep. After the minute you've beat them, like you should only speak to that robot once and say, yeah, I want to fight. And you, you tick a wee disclaimer box that says, I want to fight until I'm telling you I'm done. Because... Every time you go in, you have to walk across the room. You have to go up the <laughs> elevator. Then you have to walk over to the robot. And it's like unnecessary loading. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if, if Like a Dragon 2 comes out and it's next gen only, if we can eliminate some of those parts, it would be awesome. Do you know what I mean? Because like I said, when you get in that taxi, I don't I don't recall faster loading of an in-game trip skip. 
it's good. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't play anything else. Um, sure. That was the last thing I played, so that was it. For awesome. Me. So we'll finish up there. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in and watching. If you are watching the replay this, hi, and uh, click in the like if you liked it, which is the thumbs up. Click in the dislike if you didn't, which is the thumbs down. And write a comment if you didn't like. If you did like, you write a comment as well. But see if you didn't like it, write a comment, type away and tell us what you didn't like and we'll tell you uh, what we can do about it. Like there was a guy that asked this, sorry, five years too late. Um, does this chess game work on PS4, PS5? And we made a video specifically for him. So it's not that we don't listen to you. Um, also, uh, tomorrow night on the channel, 9pm again, you'll be able to see the premiere of Gears of Wednesdays, which is Gears of War Judgment, which Andy's not played before. I have. From what I remember, I really liked this one. It didn't get the best of press, but I think that was just people lashing out because it wasn't Cliffy being epic making Gears of War Judgment because it had passed on. Um, but I, I thought it was okay. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in and watching. I've been Ali and he's been Andy. See you next time.